What's up, fam? Welcome to this bonus episode of the Value Add Value Podcast. My name is Kyle Krieger. I'm joined by my guy, Will Give Law the Third. Will, what's good? Good man, enjoying this third day, fourth day into my chapter 46. I get yeah, you happy Four birthday. Happy birthday earlier this week, and happy birthday yeah. to your daughter tomorrow. Holy tomorrow. Cow. Yeah, July's July's rough for us. Wife, yeah, I know. myself, and my daughter, all in the same month. So, folks, we, we are here bringing you this bonus episode uh, with uh, a guy that we recently got connected with, has really been helping us with the work that we do, but he's also doing great work through uh, Teacher Fit and now Student Fit. Nick, man, what's going on? Not much, gentlemen. I appreciate you guys having me on and, uh, you know, the work that you are doing that we connected through. It's amazing, and I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. So we got connected uh, through our friend Hal Bowman, kind of connected us, so we're super Super pumped about that, but we're, we brought you on here to talk a little bit uh, about what teacher fit is and what's available to teachers through that because with so many teachers uh, not being able to go to the gym, not being able to do stuff, you, you guys provide online but uh, teacher coaching for fitness, but we really want you to talk about student fit because we know that's something that's going to be important uh, for kids coming up the school year. So, man, the floor is yours. Yeah, so I really appreciate the opportunity. So we created Teacher Fit about a year ago. We officially launched into partnering with school districts and schools to provide nutrition, mindfulness, yoga, and fitness classes to all of their staff to be a part of their wellness programs. Um, and it's delivered via our, our website and our app so that teachers like yourselves who are busy with families and grad school and after school activities can access the program 24-7, whether it's early morning or in the evening or together after school or at their gym if they're open, um, just to kind of take care of themselves. Because what we've seen is there's a lot of talk about wellness, but there's not a lot of proactive programs that teachers can you know, take action today to make themselves better for themselves, for their families, and for their students. And we're super excited to launch Student Fit based on feedback from our schools and parents and everyone else asking for us to create a secondary program, um, which I'm pumped about because I started in the education space working with students as an after-school program director. And Student Fit, very similar premise, but we wanna give uh, students and parents and teachers the ability to access world-class fitness, yoga, and mindfulness programs to be able to give their students the opportunity to take care of themselves. And especially now with you know quarantines and a lot of schools going back in a virtual or blended uh, teaching environment or learning environment, we're excited to you know give teachers resources that they can push to their students and their students can do a 15-minute body weight workout twice a week at home with no equipment and really no nothing else other than some sort of computer, TV, smart device, phone that they can access the content through. And, and you know, we're going to put out two workouts led by myself, two yoga classes from our yoga instructor, Katie, who was a middle and high school teacher for 10 years. And then we're putting out awesome mental health and mindfulness content with Allison Carmichael, who is our mindfulness director. And she's a principal at the elementary level in Arizona, so a career educator. So, you know, we're excited to provide the opportunity and partner with districts, school principals, parents, PE teachers, whoever thinks they can benefit and have students that can really be impacted through our program and just kind of be a part of the wellness solution for the whole school culture. 
So um, why with fitness, and, and we would agree with you, but just explain why you really made it a point to add mindfulness and, and yoga to, to your fitness regimen. Because I know just following you, you talk about it a ton, but just yep. for our listeners, make sure you explain why it's important for kids. Yeah, so I think everything starts with mental health. You know, you can be a world-class runner or super fit, but if you're not mentally prepared for the stress and things that come at you on a daily basis, or you don't have the tools necessary to take care of yourself mentally, you can't you can't move forward. You know, we've all we've all probably personally had times where, hey, I'm in pretty good shape as an athlete, or I'm in pretty good shape with regards to going to the gym but I'm just struggling with anxiety or I'm struggling with this stress or I've got this, you know, as simple as I've got a meeting coming up tomorrow and I'm, I'm nervous about it. I don't have the tools necessary to address that. And if we can give students a breathing tool today in sixth grade that they can use before a test, that if they have an argument with their parents or a, a kid in the neighborhood and they can, resort back to thinking and calming themselves to address that situation in a more positive manner. I think that is 10 times more important in today's world than, you know, a workout. And I'm a fitness guy. And like, that's, that, that's me. Like I'm the fitness guy, but I know that if we can prepare our students mentally and emotionally, they're going to be ahead of the game moving into, you know, if it's college or career or whatever they want to do in the future, you know, the stronger and more prepared they are mentally, the better off they're going to be. That is so yeah. solid. Like that is, that's one of the things I, I introduced breathing in my class, box breathing yep. into my class um, this past year. And a lot of kids gave me a lot of, Mr. Law, you got us in here breathing. This don't make sense. And I had students and I told them, I say, if you really want to see the effect of it, when you first wake up in the morning, make your first breaths in this in this rhythm. I say, mm -hmm. just I say, indulge me and try it. And I had like three or four kids who went home and said that when they started doing, their siblings started doing it, their parents started doing it. He's like, Mr. Law, it works. It's just better when you can just you just clears your head out. I, and, and, and so when you get those type of testimonials, it's like it's good to get pushback because anything new, you should get a little pushback from. You know, when people are yeah. uneasy, but once people see the facts of whether, whether or not it works, you know, and I try to pump it up for my kids. I'm like, guys, Navy SEALs do this. You know, this is not what keeps them calm when they have bullets flying all over their heads. And, you know, this is, it still didn't work. But for the ones who connected, <laughs> but for the ones who connected with it, right. they saw the benefit in it. And when we would do it in the classroom, even though they were reluctant, I noticed there was a definite difference from the time before and the time after. The kids are more focused, they're more grounded, yep. and they're ready to go get it. Yeah, 100%. And I, I think there's a stigma with adults of our age and maybe even younger that like breathing and meditation and yoga is just like woo-woo stuff that you do in the jungle and like all these different things. And I think that's why it's so important to start in the elementary grades and the middle grades and even high school to make these things normal to taking a minute for yourself to breathe in a box breathing technique, to calm yourself before you go into a situation or to deal with a situation, to make that normal now. So when they get out as they, into the adult world, it's a normal practice and they have the tools 
to take care of themselves. And we, we all know adults who don't have the tools and still think it's, you know, not appropriate to do a yoga class, I mean, men specifically, or, you know, to, to take a second and meditate every morning. Like it's, oh, I'm not going to do that. But we see the benefits. We know there's research behind the benefits. And if we can make that the new normal in education, like my goals will be achieved 10x. So that, I mean, that's, that's, that really sums up why we want to put that in there. And just, and just one more quick question while we got you. So theoretically, if kids are in a classroom, most likely they are going to be confined to that classroom for a majority of the day. So, you know, that movement um, and stuff that we know is beneficial for kids, not just for their health, but for their learning uh, is going to be limited. So what are some some tips you would give teachers, maybe just easy movements, things they can do within this social distance kind of structure that they could do within their classroom to give kids at least a little bit of chance to move and to get that body going. I mean, because I've talked to a lot of parents who are like, you're telling me that if my kid goes back to school, they're going to sit in the same room for seven hours without recess or anything else. And then you're going to unleash them on me. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Right. So, so what do you, what are some of those things that we could do with our kids? Yeah, I think, you know, none of us really know what each classroom is going to look like and, you know, the limitations that our health and safety are kind of requiring us to do. But even if we're in a chair, we can do stretching, simple stretches that you can, you know, you used to do, on your sports team or your before a dance recital or whatever it may be from your history, you know, just standing up wherever you're at from your seat, you know, standing up obviously is going to create more energy and blood flow in the body. You know, I think that simple stretching, maybe stand up, Hey, look, we're going to do 30 seconds of squats or we're going to stand up and sit down from our chair 30 times. And then we're going to go through some box breathing before we sit back down, little things like that to break up the day. And I'm sure some of you guys have, you know, use some of these techniques, but batching our time. So I work in 45 minute time blocks and I focus on one thing. So if a, a student's in one room and they're focused on math for 45 minutes at that 45 minute mark, boom, we're going into a box breathing and then 30 seconds of squats and we're going to stand up for three minutes and that's our break. And then we'll go into our next uh, time block of focused effort and just getting the blood flowing, generating, you know, energy in the body through breathing, through movement is a powerful tool. And it's almost like replicating those changes in classes that kids would get, but you're doing it right there in the confines of your classroom. Yep, absolutely. I love that. All right, Nick, so before we get you out of here, uh, for people that want to connect with you, learn more about teacher fit, learn more about student fit, where's the best ways, uh, best ways and best places for them to do that? Yeah, so we're very active on social media. Obviously, Twitter, Instagram is TeacherFit, followed by an underscore. Um, someone's got TeacherFit somewhere. I can't get that, that, that name, you know. Um, and then if they have any questions for me, they can email info at TeacherFit.com. And then we're TeacherFit.com for the website. And there's links um, everywhere to our StudentFit info, our TeacherFit info. And then obviously, if a school's interested, we can jump on a call, answer any questions, and figure out what works best with school budgets and how they're, how they're going back to school. All right, man. Well, we appreciate 
your time and we hope you're uh you're staying well like i told you earlier i was a little sad to see your full and luscious beard have to go uh you and me both a barber did not take care of me so it had to go It'll isn't come that back. their isn't that their job is to take care of you oh my gosh i think he was in quarantine too long lost his touch but. it happens it happens <laughs> yeah so now you guys got better beards than me. I got to catch back up. I still don't think so. So yours is just, it's just like full. And, and do you got the spatters of the silver? Cause I've got a lot of this. I've got a lot of the silver. Yeah. I'm, I'm fighting the grays. My, uh, my girlfriend tells me there's a couple coming through, but then you know, I fight it off. I'm like, no, nah, that's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, well, we appreciate your time and uh, hopefully you stay well and we'll talk to you soon. All right, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Thank you. Welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast with Kyle Krieger and Wilkie Law, where we're sharing inspiring stories of educators just like yourselves, helping you to develop your craft and sharpen your tools to become the teacher your students deserve. This is the Value Adds Value podcast. Let's jump into this next episode.